Welcome to the Deep Roots at Home podcast. For those of you new here, the Deep Roots at Home website was founded by Jackie in 2011. As a retired RN, longtime homeschooler, past Lyme sufferer with a love of preventative natural medicinals, Jackie has encouraged women for years now. Our desire is to spread truth and important information during these recent deceptive times, as well as the practicals of homemaking and all things beautiful. Whether you are listening in the car, while you're making dinner for your children, or sitting with a relaxing cup of tea, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Deep Roots at Home. I'm your host, Abby Grace, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. I have Sarah Jo Poff with us today. She is a natural health practitioner, leading business entrepreneur, a business coach, and the founder of Healthy Families for God. Her mission is to provide highly researched, top quality natural health resources and professional grade products to help people achieve their optimal spiritual, emotional, and physical health. But her most important work is raising her family and homeschooling her six children, three of whom have graduated and are amazing young adults. Sarah was born and raised in Minnesota, and the Pops now make their home in sunny, green country, Oklahoma. And we are going to be talking today specifically about the area of blood sugar and how important that is for so many areas of health and how Sarah came to that realization and how she's helping people with that now. And I am super excited to have Sarah here on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much. I, I just know that I'm going to learn a lot today. I'm just, um, the area of blood sugar is one of those things that I think, you know, the word floats around. We have lots of people now who are becoming um, diagnosed with even pre-diabetes or, but so many people don't really even know what to do about it. And um, unless you, you know, unless you're a full-blown quote unquote diabetic, we just kind of ignore it because maybe it's just something a little overwhelming for us. I know myself, I, I'm sure I'm pre-diabetic, but knowing, you know, what to do about that and what that really means is difficult. So I am really excited to, to hear and learn everything you want to share today with us. And I know our listeners will be too. So tell me, how did you get started in the natural health field? So it was a number of years ago. I think it was probably about 15 years ago. I started as a freelance writer for a doctor and started having to write health articles. And then I started just really loving what I was finding out. So I started a blog and started sharing it on social media and realized that I had a really big passion for it. So that led me to becoming a certified nutrition coach, which I discovered most people don't really want to change their health or their diet. They just wanted to know how to fix their issues, which I wasn't trained in. So then I went back to school uh, through a naturopathy doctor program, but I will say that most of what I have learned has been just through my own personal experiences with my own health and my family. And that's been definitely bigger than what I've learned in any textbook. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I mean, just having to deal with certain things with your own kids is it's, it's a school in and of itself. Exactly. Very cool. So how did you decide then to focus on the metabolic health area? So that was not an area that I had really learned much about or even seen the importance of. And like you said in the beginning, 
I think that you're so right on that because most people think when they hear blood sugar, it's just about diabetes, but it's about so much more. And it's only been in the last two years that I've personally realized that. And it all started with my fourth child being diagnosed with type one diabetes, which was completely out of nowhere for us because we had lived a holistic lifestyle for his entire life pretty much. And we just were completely out of our element in that because I had always said on my health blogs, you know, there was always this exception of how we could treat things naturally. Uh, and I always had this like disclaimer, except for type one diabetes, because I knew that it was a completely different ballpark. So when my son was diagnosed, I knew that I really had to dig in and step up my game and get into what I really needed to know and had it for so long. It wasn't an area that I had really looked into. And as I started looking into it and monitoring my own health and seeing how others were monitoring their own health in this area, I realized that it affects every area of our health for all of us. So can you define metabolic health? I mean, you know, I think of metabolism, right? Right. So is that what you're talking about? So that's a good question. And I really didn't understand that at first too. And it is just so much bigger than blood sugar health. So we can talk about blood sugar regulation or dysregulation, which is a small portion or well, a pretty big portion of metabolic health. But overall, metabolic health is really all about all of the different parts that go into uh, our, our metabolism is part of it, but also our, our cardiovascular health is a part of it too. So that's a big part of metabolic health is, is how blood sugar and things like that also play into metabolic health. Okay. All right. So when, when, so we're not talking so much about, I have a slower, fast metabolism or is that right? right. Which is part of it because of the role that insulin plays in that and, and our glucose and things like that. So that is definitely part of it and it will affect it. But overall, the term metabolic health is generally used to just describe a variety of areas of our health, uh, like cardiovascular and hormonal and things like that, and how they all tie into our uh, blood sugar and insulin and those kinds of things. Okay. So then I, I mean, what does blood sugar have to do with our day-to-day health? I mean, it sounds like it has a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, and there's a lot of things that people don't realize are issues that they might feel the need to go f- to a doctor, whether natural or conventional for treatment of, and really it's just a matter of uh, balancing blood sugar. So for instance, one of the main things that I've had experience now with clients is them realizing that panic attacks are often caused by these blood sugar spikes and then drops because of what they're eating. And uh, even people in the type one diabetes world, we generally without knowing what we, what I know now, we overall tend to think that the person without diabetes, their blood sugar would just be stable because we have insulin, we can produce it. And that's just how it works. It just balances it all out. When in reality, everybody, I think the Harvard or whatever um, study that came out is said that 88% of people have imbalanced or dysregulated blood sugar, which means they're having spikes and drops from virtually every meal that they're eating every single day. And that results in symptoms 
that are immediate as well as long-term symptoms. So some of the immediate ones are, like I said, panic attacks, anxiety, depression, uh, hunger, food cravings. And then of course you get into with that happening repeatedly over time, weight issues, which and affects the thyroid, affects hormones, uh, it affects our adrenal health, which is our energy. So, you know, we kind of tend to think that just being tired and brain foggy all the time is natural or normal. Uh, when in reality, these are all things that would be immediately improved with balancing our blood sugar. Did you say 80%? I think it's 88%. Uh, they found that 88% of Americans are having blood sugar spikes with everyday foods. That's huge. It's very huge. Yeah. So uh, basically, you know, we could look at, are you one of the 12% out there who <laughs> right. are having really solid metabolic health? It's, it's, but the, I, and I don't want that number to sound like it's not, un, not obtainable because it, it really is, there's some great resources out there. And for me, after learning about it and utilizing some of these resources, and a lot of others, they've reported back within months, they were able to completely change things around. So sometimes it might sound complicated, but with the resources and the tools and things out there now, it's actually going to give answers and improvements for people quicker than a lot of things that people are doing now. Wow. So, um, so then if somebody struggles with what we would call hypoglycemia, you know, I've always thought, okay, well, hypoglycemia just means I need to eat more. Um, but it, 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 that's still in the same camp of all of these dysregulation as, as far as whether it's diabetes, whether it's hypoglycemia, these are still having the same type of health issues that can stem from that, right? Exactly. Because hypoglycemia in almost all cases is actually just a result of the blood sugar spiking first, because it's kind of like the principle, what goes up must come down. So the harder it goes up, the harder it's going to come down. So you have a sugar crash. Exactly. Okay. So, so, um, you mentioned panic attacks, which I never would have thought of a panic attack as being affected by your blood sugar. Now I will say, you know, you talk, people talk about being hangry, you know, <laughs> and, and definitely your mood, you know, um, changing from, uh, you needing to eat. What are like, what's been some of the, what would you say are, have been some of the most surprising health, um, health problems that people that you've been able to tie to the blood sugar like are there what are some of those that we'd just be like never think that that would be blood sugar related i think a lot of it was surprising to me definitely the panic attacks when i was learning about how when your blood sugar drops rapidly like that it's stimulating the production of adrenaline in your body and so people who have gone through that know that feeling of like just fight or flight kicking in right away and out of nowhere. And, uh, so, you know, it's been, it was a lot of surprising information that, and just it, the connection to hormones, which was quite surprising to me and, and how so much of thyroid issues go back to blood sugar, because I've worked with people for thyroid with thyroid issues for many, many years, and we've had good success with things. But when we dig into and started digging into the blood sugar component, we really just 
got so much farther faster than we had ever gotten before. And same with adrenal issues, which I have personally worked to recover my adrenal health for many, many years, as you know, having kids and all of that kind of stuff can really wear on those. And so uh, just seeing how much faster the progression of recovery and and wellness and healing of those things has been with this component. That was the most surprising to me. Yeah, I personally have dealt with adrenal fatigue myself. And um, one of the things that was, was very helpful in my recovery was a product that helped to balance your blood sugar. So I do know that there is, um, because that adrenaline, again, it, you know, that, that fight or flight, if that is constantly out of whack, and you have, then you're going to end up with adrenal fatigue. And um, uh, I don't know how, I mean, how many women today would we talk to that don't have adrenal fatigue, right? Exactly. True. It's very true. Yes. <laughs> when it comes to vaccines, most mothers and fathers want to know facts, not others' opinions. Jackie wished she had known more facts when she went in for her first well baby visit. Because Jackie strongly promotes parental choice, she felt led to write a short treatise with personal facts. This vaccination ebook is pretty concise to allow you, the parent, to read, research into the studies she shares, and come up with your own decisions. Jackie's sincere desire is that you and your children thrive, and so she presents to you the vaccination ebook free of charge. Simply go to deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. That's deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. All right. So let's talk about then. I'm sure we, the, our listeners are, have their interest peak. Like, how can I fix this? Like, what are some of, what are some of the most important things that people can do to balance their blood sugar and then, you know, improve their metabolic health? So I will preface that by saying I'm not here to say that there's one diet for everybody. I mean, in the realm of holistic health, I personally have no space for one size fits all. Uh, and so I will say that, you know, when we figure out what food style, eating style is right for us, that's where the magic happens. Um, and the way that we've been doing that is through the use of continuous glucose monitors, which is something that you just wear and it monitors your blood sugar constantly. It gives you constant readouts. And then you get to see how did that lack of sleep affect my blood sugar? Because that's a big one for our blood sugar. How did that uh, meal that I ate, that snack that I had, that coffee that I had, how did those affect my blood sugar? Are they causing me to spike and drop? Are they causing me to have these, uh, this adrenaline production and wearing on my adrenal glands or things like that. So that has been the biggest. Um, and you know, now that we have resources out there for people that are not diabetic to get those, we can really turn the tide and change the amount of people. As they say now, it's, I think one in three people have prediabetes and we can really turn that around. And then obviously improve all the other areas of health too, with that one resource. So I think that is the biggest one that I've focused on and that I would really like to see people doing because it eliminates the need also for us to have to say, 
uh, here's what you're going to eat and then be wrong because we don't know. Everybody truly is different. And, uh, you know, there are people out there who are saying, you know, you need to eat this way, you need to eat this way. And a lot of times those people are coming back to me and they're saying that diet that this nutritionist or this person or this practitioner recommended to me really messed me up. And so it's nice to be able to avoid that, skip going out through all that guest work and start with that resource resource first. So if somebody wanted to, are you talking about like a Dexcom? Exactly. Like there's a Dexcom and then there's the Libre, which um, they're, they're similar in in their in the way that they work and now they've both become available to people that are not diabetic but they are in america still prescription only uh thankfully there are programs out there who make it possible for people to get them just they have online doctor consults that you fill out a form and it counts as an appointment and then you get to uh you know choose some people um, what i always recommend for people is Honestly, you will glean so much information in just one month that it's enough to completely change your life and your health with just one month of monitoring. But some people like me love it so much with what we're learning and, and stuff that we are able to, that we just keep going. I've been doing it for months and months and I'm also able to, you know, learn things for other people. Hey, can you try this? Or for my son, Hey, I wonder if that restaurant has any hidden sugars. If I try it and see how it affects my blood sugar, I can help him too. So, um, all right. So how does, how do you, do you wear the Dexcom? Do you, for those of us that aren't like, I have a friend that's diabetic and I think she's got something that's a continuous, but, but, um, you know, I'm very unfamiliar with some of this. So it, you wear it or do you have to stick it in? <laughs> do you... So it's, it's a, it's a wearable device and it doesn't even hurt when you put it in, it does have a needle in it. And then you, you know, when you, there's a, a applicator that just kind of pokes it into your arm and it does, it doesn't hurt. Um, and it just connects to a phone with an app and you get the readouts. And then if you go through some of the programs out there like NutriSense and Levels, which I personally go through Levels, uh, they actually have a secondary app that connects to it and you can actually get scores. So it'll give you your metabolic score for the day, show you how you're scoring on that. It'll, you can test your food and so you can enter in a meal and then it'll monitor your blood sugar for the next two hours and tell you how that meal scored. So when you, but you can see it in real time too. So, uh, you know, the first time I had it on, I went out to lunch at a healthy restaurant with my kiddo for a little date. And I had a gluten-free avocado chicken sandwich, uh, and a chai tea with stevia. So I thought I was totally safe there, but I learned that the, uh, caffeine and the gluten-free bread completely spiked to me. And I was ready for a nap within half an hour. And I could see on my glucose monitor that my blood sugar went up to 140, which isn't bad compared to most people, but for me, it did not feel great. So it was nice to be able to see how that affected me. Whereas some people, you know, they're very, they're very different and maybe they're more active or they got sleep that night because sleep really does have a huge impact on our blood sugar regulation. Uh, and they might be able to eat a bowl of rice and chicken and be fine with it. So again, it's just a great way to see to what our body, where our body is at with things. So it's different than uh, the 
what we call at our house finger pokes, which is just the glucometers uh, that you manually uh, poke with a lancet and then you put your drop of blood into the test strip and it gives you the readout in that. And some people on a budget have tried to utilize that instead because glucometers are definitely much cheaper, um, but you have to poke every time you want a readout. And um, it's hard to judge or assess when you're going to get the spike or whatever might happen from food because every meal is going to be different. So some people, they might be checking their blood sugar an hour after they eat and going, see, it's fine. It's in with, it's within a normal range, but they missed, they may have missed that blood sugar spike that happened a half an hour after their meal. And so they're not seeing that it spiked and then their body produced a massive amount of insulin which insulin is a, is a fat storage hormone. And so they produce a bunch of that and they're going to store some of that as fat. And then they're seeing that their blood sugar is fine after an hour. Wow. Wow. So uh, what is, is there, is it different for everyone or is it um, pretty general of like what you, what a good blood sugar is and what not as far as the numbers go. I remember years ago um, what they were, what the, uh, I had a natural doctor that I was working with and he, he wanted to see my blood sugars in a very different frame than like the standard regular doctor wanted my blood sugars. He was much more, um, uh, like the standard doctor was fine with a higher number. Mm -hmm. So what, what in your opinion, what are good numbers? Exactly. So uh, there are, it is a tighter range if you want to have good health, if you want your hormones to be healthy, if you want your thyroid to be healthy, your adrenal glands, your metabolic, your, your cardiovascular health, it is a tighter range uh, because the range that the conventional doctors are using is basically what's leading to people having prediabetes or type two diabetes. As I just had last week, somebody being diagnosed with it uh, completely didn't even know that they had prediabetes. And so um, we're missing it with those numbers. So the, the, the parameters that we use are definitely tighter, but they're more preventative. So the fasting glucose is one of the things that we look at. And this is when you first wake up, you haven't got out of bed. If you get out of bed, you know, your, your body starts sending out a bunch of cortisol to wake you up. Your cortisol is highest in the morning and cortisol can raise blood sugar. So we do fasting glucose right away in the morning and look at what that is. And the range for that to show ideal health and improvement and recovery and things like that is actually pretty tight. It's in the 80s. Um, anything over that, 90s and up, it shows us that there's some work to be done and that some there's some issues that might be contributing to other areas of health. And anything over 100 in that for fasting glucose definitely tells us there's a problem. So that's for fasting. And then um, we want to look at the spikes and, and the, the peaks that are there too from eating and things like that. But overall, um, and actually those, you know, will, those are generally going to be the same for every person. Every body should really ideally be between 70 and 120. Uh, and, and that again is the 12% that we talked about. It's, um, it's ideal. But, you know, there are some people who are just at a point where they're aiming to be between 70 and 140, which is still an improvement for most people. I will say that I've had some people who say that 
if they, if their blood sugar runs under a hundred, which is ideal. I personally, my blood sugar runs in the eighties pretty much all day, which is exactly what we want. And that's what will give us, uh, you know, just a lot of healing in all the areas of our health. Uh, they say that they, if they run under a hundred, they start to feel like their blood sugar is low. They start to feel the symptoms of hypoglycemia. And that doesn't mean that they shouldn't run lower. It means that their body really does have a lot of, a lot more healing to do in order for them to feel where they should in the ideal range. Gotcha. So you never want to see it go over 120. It will. Um, and actually I should, I should make sure to note that there are blood sugar spikes that are okay from like strenuous exercise for some people. Uh, and that's totally okay. And there, there's generally not any ill effects from that. So some people will even spike to 160 or so from strenuous exercise. If they're doing some really strenuous exercise or something, uh, weightlifting, things like that, that's just the adrenaline that our bodies need to make our muscles go obviously. Um, and in that case, you know, it's generally fine. Some of us with adrenal issues, it's actually not fine. Uh, and we want to even still taper the exercise to not have blood sugar spikes, but, um, you 70 to 120 is definitely ideal. And that's where we'll find the, the most health, but anything over 140 starts to get into organ damage, uh, and things like that. It's no secret that Jackie absolutely loves TRS. Here is another fantastic testimony. Our three-year-old has been so much more affectionate and loving. She's autistic and has sensory issues, so her tendency has always been to go off by herself to play, and she would actively avoid social and physical contact. Being incredibly sensitive can be so isolating. I'm delighted to report that after six months of TRS, she's so much more sociable and affectionate. It's astounding. She initiates cuddles, welcomes kisses, hugs her big sister, likes hanging out with her little brother, asks grandma to pick her up, and makes sure she's in the company of family regardless of what she's doing. She wakes up every morning with a huge grin, ready to have fun and play. We are so grateful to see our little girl blossoming and joining the world, wanting connection and affection, making eye contact and sharing laughter. Thank you, TRS. For more information, please go to www.deeprootsathomes.com forward slash TRS. That's deeprootsathome.com forward slash TRS. So I have heard so many different uh, views on how you help your blood sugar. And everything from, and, you know, even with myself and trying to do weight loss programs, um, I have done before program where I did lose quite a bit of weight, where they wanted me to eat a little bit every two hours. They were like, you need to eat a little bit every two hours. You want to keep that blood sugar from dipping too much. You want to, um, and it's, you know, just not a lot of food, but just a little bit every two hours. Then you hear, you know, everybody talks about intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. And they say, really going 16 hours, 18 hours is, is really going to help establish your blood sugar. It seems like it, they're completely polar opposite views. <laughs> it's very, very confusing out there. So what's your take on all that? I am so glad you brought that up because I personally went through all of that and was just so, you know, that feeling where you just 
so conflicted and you feel like you're just being tossed about back and forth. What am I supposed to do? And so this is where, again, I've just completely fallen in love with glucose monitoring because we get to see what works for our body. So there's, there are a lot of great health professionals out there. And I would just say that, you know, we need to understand their market number one, because, you know, one doctor that I follow, that's super great and has great information. His market is guys that are personally, you know, that are very fit and they're lifting weights. And so his information on intermittent fasting might be more pertinent to that market than to people like me. And so I have personally experienced the downfalls of intermittent fasting, especially with adrenal issues. Um, and what some people with adrenal issues notice is that when they go that long without eating, what happens is the body senses it as stress when there isn't food for a certain number of hours. For me, I think that was four to six hours and the, and, and the body will kind of in a panic produce its own glucose, the, the process of uh, taking from the liver to make its own glucose and inserting that into the bloodstream, which raises blood sugar. And so then of course the body's going to start producing insulin and we didn't even have any food. And so this process is happening, whether we're eating or not for some of us, but it's also piling on these stress factors for the body, which creates, uh, or worsens adrenal issues. And it can, it can really worsen a lot of things. So for me and some others similar to my situation, which is pretty much most moms in my experience, uh, we're, we're noticing that when we consume protein every three to four hours tops, uh, or, you know, no longer in between, then it's actually stabilizing our blood sugar and our overall health, improving our adrenal health much more than going for a long time without eating. And so for instance, what I'll notice is if I've been, if I haven't eaten for three to four hours, my blood sugar starts going up and I haven't even eaten. And so then when I go grab something uh, protein down. based, sorry, what? It goes up, not down. It goes up because yeah. my body's sensing it needs something. Ah, so, yeah, so it blood sugar drop, but no. that's what happens after. Yes, exactly. It's what happens after when there's a spike, but when the body is sensing this as a stress, a stressor, well, we're fasting, we have to do something about this because our body's always trying to protect us. Then it's, 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 it rises our blood sugar. And so when I go and I eat protein, within a half an hour, my blood sugar will go back to stable and in that nice tight range that I keep it in. Interesting. So, um, I've actually improved my overall health, my adrenal health by really focusing on proteins. Um, fat is something that, uh, we need for our hormone health or brain health, but it's, it depends on the type of fat. It's not something we want to overdo. So I'm not here to promote the keto diet. That's, really high in fat, although we do personally utilize a lot of keto products and recipes uh, and find them to be very beneficial. Um, again, so we're just adjusting it to our own bodies, but protein is the biggest factor here. Um, you know, we're not saying don't do carbs, but make sure that they're balanced enough with protein and sometimes fat in order to be stable for the blood sugar. So that might mean um, for some of us that we just, we don't do potatoes, we don't do rice. Uh, you know, things like that, but we swap them out and 
you know, my favorite carbs come from berries and I love cruciferous vegetables, broccoli and cabbage and cauliflower. I can eat them every single day, Brussels sprouts, all those things. Um, and you know, some people, and sometimes I will, um, have, we'll go to a burger joint and I will get a burger without a bun and I'll snack on a few of the kids fries. And it's not going to affect my blood sugar because I've had just the amount of carbs that I've had compared to how much protein I've had. So, right. So do you suggest that you try to maintain your blood sugar strictly through foods or do you have different supplements that you uh, also recommend for people that are really, you know, trying to bring it stabilized? Excellent question. I first and foremost, of course, diet is the thing, food, getting that under, you know, on track and everything. But the second thing I would say before, well, maybe not before a some supplements, but the second thing I would say is absolutely active movement. And I don't necessarily mean exercise, um, but I also don't mean just like, you know, moving around the house cleaning. Cause unfortunately I haven't seen that do as much to my blood sugar as I would like it to. <laughs> so, but, uh, just, you know, one of the things that I think sometimes we do wrong is when we're like, I've got to lose weight. I've got to hit this hard. We'll go too strenuous and not actually sets us back because again, it, it stresses our already tired body. And so one of the things that a lot of us have seen is that literally just 20 minutes of walking a day or 20 minutes on a bike, whether it's an exercise bike or just going down the road or 20 minutes of rollerblading or those kinds of really just gentle exercises do a huge thing for lowering our average glucose. And so uh, whether it's after a meal, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I just really want some organic potato chips right now. I will have my organic potato chips and then I will go on my exercise bike for 20 minutes and it'll keep me stable. And it was very much worth it, <laughs> but it's really amazing how much just that thing that we might overlook for, uh, our health taking a walk because we might not feel any different when we go for a 20 minute walk, but our, it definitely shows on our blood sugar and all of those other areas of health, especially with consistency. So I would say that's number two. And then one of the biggest and most important things I've found, and I'm watching this on these continuous readouts is our body's vitamin D level. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of research to back this up. And when I notice that when myself or my kiddo, we get off track with consistency, with whatever we're doing for vitamin D, whether it's in the summertime and we're outside all the time, or we're taking our cod liver oil, or we're using my sun lamp or whatever it is, I notice a huge difference on what our average glucose is. So that's the first supplement that I would definitely start with for, in this area. Interesting. I would not. And it's, that. yeah, and it's not the it's not just supplementing because so much I get people who are like, well, I'm taking vitamin D and it's not an amount that's tailored to what their body needs to where they're at. Um, magnesium is the second one I would say, but just as equally important as vitamin D because magnesium, of course, uh, the effects it has on blood sugar, but also because it's the most important cofactor for vitamin D in our body. So you can take 10,000 or 20,000 IUs of vitamin D and get nowhere because your body's deficient in magnesium. If you think about it, every time we have a blood sugar spike and a drop, 
our body has to utilize certain minerals within it in order to help us. So we wouldn't literally die in that moment. And so, um, sometimes, you know, like the effects of those blood sugar spikes and drops, as far as like, we might see anxiety or panic attacks or something that's really just the body very quickly being depleted of magnesium because it needs magnesium to balance those. It's that, uh, nutrient that helps relax every part of the body, the heart, the mind, the, the blood vessels, everything. And so we just really need to be able to, um, replenish and optimize those nutrients in amounts that our body needs. Interesting. So magnesium and vitamin D. Yes. And those are the ones I start with And you know, of course we're going to get, um, in the market of, there are a lot of really, um, not great products out there that aren't going to do anything for people and they're going to spend money on, and it's not going to get them anywhere and stuff. So again, just, you know, hopefully utilizing some good resources and making sure to see where your body's at and tailoring it to where you're at. You know, everybody's levels are different. Um, and unfortunately magnesium isn't really something that we can just standard check because it only tells us what's in the blood and that's, that doesn't tell us anything. So testing it is kind of a waste of time. Whereas testing our vitamin D is very much worth our time. Right. In these troubling times, it's no secret that we are being censored. It's getting harder and harder to spread the truth. Facebook is throttling us, and we don't know how much longer we will be there. Here are a few things you can do to stay in touch with Deep Roots at Home. Firstly, sign up for our newsletter. Jackie sends out exclusive, important content to her readers. The link will be in the show notes. Number two, consider making Deep Roots at Home your homepage in your browser. Number three, print your favorite Deep Roots at Home articles and place them in a binder to have on hand in case of emergency. And finally, follow us on other social media channels. We are now on Telegram and Gab and soon Truth Social. Jackie's greatest desire is that God would be glorified through these dark times. So I know that you have um, a lot of resources that... um, our listeners would be very interested in learning about. Um, so let's go through some of those. Um, I know that you have a Facebook group for the continuous monitoring. Is that correct? Correct. So I have a group on Facebook called the leveled life. And sometimes I post about it on my larger page, healthy families for God. And the leveled life was, is for everybody. And so whether it's somebody with diabetes or a child with type one diabetes or somebody with prediabetes, or just somebody who really wants to improve their metabolic health, whether it's for their hormones or their adrenals or just anything else. And so we post in there, people will share what they're learning from wearing a continuous glucose monitor or some resources that they've found helpful, some books that they've found helpful, or just some improvements that they've had. And so you can search it by post topics and find meal ideas and find research and There is a post in the featured tab in there about what the ideal levels are. So people utilize that a lot. And then we have information in there on how to get a continuous glucose monitor. And I would say that in my opinion, uh, I think that would be a really phenomenal goal for people for the new year. Uh, I've talked to people who are like, you know what, I decided I'm going to hire a nutritionist and they haven't gotten anywhere with that. Not that nutritionists are bad, but we really do need to see what works for our bodies 
personally, individually, and that's the way to do it. So we have that information in the Leveled Life group. It's open to anyone and anyone can post and share in there. I love hearing other people's experiences and it's just a great community for that. Um, we also have on my website, healthyfamiliesforgod.com, I have some resources like vitamin D labs that you can do at home and you can just test it at home. It's very easy and send it in and get your results. And then we can taper your dosage of vitamin D based on what your levels are, what your lifestyle is and things like that. And then uh, I also do have in our leveled life group, I have a document on some research of natural options for blood sugar support. So that would include just some of the herbs and vitamins and things like that, that I found to be most helpful because I know in this world, sometimes people are like, well, I've heard bay leaves. I've heard cinnamon. I've heard this. And so there's just so much out there. And so what I did was I took the things that we've, we've tried and found to actually make a difference because there are a lot of things that we've tried that didn't make a difference at all. So I just wanted to kind of simplify it and help people not uh, waste their time with things that really might not work. You also, um, I know you have a new subscription service. Um, do you want to talk about that a minute? Yeah. So I actually just turned that off for the month. Um, and so we'll be restarting that back up next year, but we turn it off now because, um, we are just giving everybody a Christmas break myself. And then I have a personal trainer who does meal plans. Uh, and so she's done an amazing job with that, but we're, um, leaving some space for all of the holiday travels and plans and events and things like that. So we won't have one for, uh, that, that will be finished at the end of this month, like we normally do, but we have two months worth already in there. So it's a member area. Once you're subscribed to the monthly program, you, there's a member area that you can access all of the current and previous months, uh, resources, which include a monthly meal plan. So it's a very long, uh, document of recipes, a meal plan for the week, and also, uh, grocery lists and things like that. And so some people will take it and just do it all of the way exactly as it is. And, and some people will adapt it and some people will just kind of pick and choose, uh, just because, you know, if they're utilizing some of the monthly meal plans, in half of their meals in a month, that's a massive change. And it's gonna result in massive improvements for them. And then there are some other things in the monthly program that we have. One of them is a monthly ebook that's free for subscribers. And that will go into one specific area of health. So uh, like today we're talking about blood sugar. And so one of the eBooks in the future will be kind of focused on that. But right now it's been um, one of them will focus on vitamin D and what about all the conflicting information on it and how do you supplement and things like that. Um, so they're just taking one area of health. It's kind of like a little natural health school with a booklet each month. And so um, we'll get back into that later. Um, and, and right now, yeah, there's two months worth of meal plans and things like that in there. Um, so that's been something fun and um and really great to see what happens with people with the testimonies from it. Excellent. So I'm sure people can watch your website for that. Um, when that returns, they can just pay, pay attention to that. Um, do you have, when you go on the website, you have a place for people to, to subscribe, to get it, emails to your inbox, that type of thing? 
Yes, exactly. So when you go to healthyfamiliesforgod.com at the bottom, you can subscribe and all of the things that we are changing or updating, or when something new comes out, we'll always go in the newsletters and those are sent out once a week. And are you actually working individually with people now, or are you pretty much putting your efforts and resources in the group form with the blog and everything? So now I'm kind of at both. Um, I have opened up a couple of afternoons a week for personal appointments, which has been absolutely great. Uh, but I will say that uh, what I am doing is directing people to the free information that I've made available right now, because I really feel like it's so there's so much there for people to start with uh, that I would hate for them to have to spend their money and their time on uh, you know, something that's already been done and is available for them for free. So, um, if you go to my Facebook page, healthy families for God at the top, I have pinned a post, uh, with how they can schedule appointments with me, but also a lot of the free protocols and documents and, and research documents and things like that, that I have made available for people to start with. Excellent. Absolutely. Excellent. So, um, is there any more that you'd like to tell us with your own experience with your son? Did you, were you able, um, you mentioned at the beginning of, of the program that you learned all this because of your son's diagnosis. So have mm -hmm. you seen him to, um, to thrive and, and do well? Have you been able to get it under control? Yes. So our, uh, the um, pediatric endocrinologist that we're kind of required to see has absolutely been dumbfounded by the results that we've been getting. The, the first time that he, that it really hit him, that this was something different. He left the office, left the, the room that we were meeting in, and he came back and he said, I had to go back and check his his hospital records from when he was first diagnosed, because I thought maybe we had misdiagnosed him. Wow! <laughs> and so he, it was definitely something big for him, but he's not asking how we're doing it. And that's fine. I'm only here to give the information to people who want it. So, um, but it does bum me out because his daughter is also a pediatric endocrinologist in another state. And there are so many families who would have so much of a better quality of life. I'm in the groups where I see them posting, they're not getting any sleep. It's a horrible, horrible disease. And, you know, we can do all the things and it's still this fallen world we live in. And so um, I, it's just hard for me to see them suffer more than we need to in this, because there are these ways that I am telling people that they can improve their health and their blood sugar health and all these things are the same things we do for my son. And he is absolutely thriving in this. And so, you know, we still have the things that come with type one diabetes, but we're getting more sleep than most people. We're keeping him in that tight range of 70 to 120 with a body that doesn't produce its own insulin. So, um, it's definitely, uh, it, uh, it's definitely something I would love for the world to know that is, it is possible. That's really cool. That is just fantastic. Well, this has been such, uh, this has been amazing and an education for me. It's been so encouraging. I, I just appreciate you sharing all this with, with us. I know our listeners are going to, um, be excited to hear this. You're, you'll, uh, probably see an influx here of, of, uh, interest in your Facebook page. And, um, but I just, I just want to, want to thank you so much for taking the time out today. I know you have a busy family 
And I just really appreciate you being willing to share all of this with us today. So thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you so much. I'm so glad for this opportunity to get this information out to people. Thanks for joining us on the Deep Roots at Home podcast. We pray it has encouraged you in your walk with the Lord and as you serve your family. Could you do us a favor? If this has blessed you, could you help us spread the word by liking and sharing this podcast with your friends? And don't forget, we have lots of great links in the show notes that go along with today's podcast. See you next time.